With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. NBA fans and welcome to the Fast Break Podcast. My name is Ricky Widmer and I'm joined as I always am on the Fast Break, Dave Oster. Hey there guys. And uh, Dave kind of, you kind of snickered there because it's been a while Dave since we've done a Fast Break. I gotta got make fun of you for it. NBA offseason, that's all I have to say. I think it's been two weeks. Dave yeah. was just like fuck this shit, I'm not, I'm not showing up today. Let's be honest, notable news in the NBA offseason. Yeah, cricket, the that, cricket that, sign, is that what you wanted? That's you wanted about me to it. play the cricket Please soundboard? Please do. But when we come back and edit this video, <laughs> just drop the, some crickets. Well, the thing that I mean, we're going to get into hopefully sooner if Dave can show up to a podcast. Wow. We'll get into the divisional previews and we'll get ready for we got time. the NBA season. Yeah, we got till the end of October for that. <laughs> but the opening night, which is the October 27th, here's our opening night games. We're gonna, this entire podcast is going to be, well, most of it will be discussing the just freshly released NBA schedule from this week. Here's what we got opening night. Mm-hmm. Detroit, Atlanta. I mean, right there. There's your, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon Thursday game, right? I don't, I don't like that it. That gets you started. I mean, you might be sitting there going, well, the Hawks are a good team. But, but then I drop down Cavaliers at Bulls. Phenomenal setup. I mean. Pelicans at Warriors for the ring <sighs> ceremony. So nice. I mean, I, I feel like the NBA dropped an egg on that. It's just like they had two great games, nice and then they're like, side up Atlanta, the you had a phenomenal year last year. Let's give you... But why Detroit? Uh, Detroit why Detroit? It, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand the draw of, of Detroit. Uh, I don't know what to be hyped up about in that game. I mean, the Hawks are the ultimate, like, no superstar team. Detroit, uh, they've got, you know, stuff They to, suck. Yeah, well, we don't know. We'll find out this year, but like, I feel like they've got potential. I don't think they're going to be like a top four seed. I'll give you five teams, five teams that I would have placed better. I mean, there's a ton, but five teams I would have replaced the Pistons with. You ready? Coming in at number five, Boston. Interesting choice. Coming in Boston at, is similar to situation to Detroit in the rebuilding. Coming in at number four, Toronto. Toronto's in the hot. Atlantic. Yep. Number two, another Atlantic team, the Knicks, because of their offseason. Like, if you want a bad team from last year to play the Hawks, why not schedule is, them against the Knicks, who yeah. had the most, I want to say, controversial offseason just because of their fans? Yeah, absolutely. That, that would definitely get some uh, drama going. The last two, Bucks and Wizards. I mean, all, all of those games are great matchups. I mean, uh, could you imagine Jabari Parker? Come, I'm assuming Jabari's going to be healthy, healthy again. Right. I hope for game one. Could you imagine Jabari coming back, playing the Hawks, or 
the top two teams in the Southeast, the Hawks and the Wizards, squaring up. Even a Heat-Hawk game. Right? Game one. I would be excited for that. D-Wade and Bosh, if he's healthy for game number one, going up against the Hawks. You have the Wizards and the Hawks. There's so many better matchups. You picked a team that was 32-50 and and had no shot of even coming close. But you know the they had Conference that heater. Central. They had that heater midseason after dropping some. Uh, I guess some big fat lazy, <laughs> under talented contract. But I mean the <laughs> other two. Look at Cavs Bulls. Yeah, you get LeBron. You get Derrick Rose. You get Joe Kim Noah talking Joe shit Kim about Noah. Cleveland. I mean that's the best part, Joe Kim. <laughs> but the most important, maybe it's because we're Bulls fans. Yeah, we get to see Hoiberg and how he can coach this team night one of the season against. The best team in right. the Eastern so Conference. Right, so you can see how LeBron coaches against Hoiberg. Yeah, because Brad coaching doesn't coach at all. What? what? He's, he's a guy? He's still around? No. But, will, but how many timeouts will Black call when they don't have them? That's the big thing. I mean, thing. I think he'll be pretty safe about opening night. He knows not to put the hands <laughs> close together. He'll have, like, flashbacks. Here's the other thing. Warriors-Pelicans. Not the sexiest of matchups. Well, you're looking at having one of the most popular players in the game right now, Steph Curry, going up against potentially the next guy to take over the league with, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. I mean, they're already putting him like third behind uh, LeBron James and Kevin Durant. So this is a guy with huge expectations, and he's lived up to it every year, getting better and better. And then on the other side, you got Steph Curry coming off the championship win. Mm-hmm. You've got Clay Thompson. You've got this stacked roster in Golden State still. So I think there's a lot of love about that. Plus, I mean, let's be honest. You, you want Michael Jordan there opening night. Mm, eh. I think that gives him a little notch. I guess. I mean, the thing that, and this is why I say it's not the, for me, it's not the sexiest of matchups. Because, I mean, Anthony Davis is good. I like yeah. Anthony Davis. The Pelicans just squeaked their way into the eighth spot but last year. But they got year. better this offseason, actually. They did. The only thing I'm thinking, and here's two teams that, you could have either had these two play against each other and said, I'm sorry, Atlanta, Detroit, you play some other night. Oh, my night. God, I wish. Or Before you even announce the teams, I know who you're talking about, or, and I wish. you have one of these teams play against Steph Curry in Golden State, get to see him. Oh, thank you, thank you, Adam Silver, for giving me my ring. San Antonio, oh. the team that just had the best offseason. They just mic dropped the offseason. Or... <laughs> Or James Harden and the Rockets. I Well, I think the reason James Harden and the Rockets don't get it is because they had one of the slowest, least interesting basketball games the that ha- I can ever remember. Hacka Howard, where it was just like mind-numbing amount of free throws. You just don't want that. Zero momentum. Night. I mean, there's no energy in that game. Or the Clippers. The Clippers would be interesting, definitely. I mean, just the this is not the worst one. I would more so go for... Why are the Hawks playing Detroit? Can yeah. we just move that aside and maybe have Two Western, Spurs yeah. Rockets or Seriously. like Spurs Clippers? Or here's a lower one that I would appreciate. Could you imagine game one of the season, first game of the year before the other two, Clippers Mavericks at Dallas? I mean, the spike game? Yeah, really? I mean, come on. No, why, why I couldn't feel like you do you're that? overlooking somebody here. Go ahead. I, I want Spurs Thunder. I see. I want to see a I healthy thought, Kevin Durant, a I healthy Westbrook, a healthy Ibaka go up against I thought people. About oh my god! I would... thought about that, but I didn't want to. Really? I didn't want to bring out the Thunder because I'm like, I love okay, the idea. 
they weren't like they weren't a playoff team last year. Yeah, but they, they get had Ke- like half a roster. But they get Kevin Durant back. That's why they I was like, Kevin I should Durant bring them back. up. They but- got a healthy Westbrook. The, everybody's well rested on the Spurs, mm-hmm. so Pop isn't going to sit anybody. <laughs> we hope <laughs> opening night sits for Pop. Like only he would get away with that kind of crap. I mean, anything to me is better than that. Abysmal, 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 just Detroit Pistons at Atlanta Hawks. And that's nothing against the Hawks. No, no, I, I mean, respect the Hawks. Atlanta fans, if you're listening, we're not bashing this game because of you. We would keep you in it if, y- yeah. You know what? Let's keep the Hawks. Let's have Spurs Hawks. Get, get a little into Or why not say, okay, Pelicans, you're out. Hawks move to play the Warriors. Then we get that Western Conference matchup and have like, Hawks Warriors, the finals that could have happened yeah. to start the season. Yeah. It's not the sexiest, but I mean, if you want to keep the Hawks on opening night, yeah, let's get know. a little bit later in the Sorry, season. Sorry, Detroit. I'm just gonna, let's just apologize. Sorry, Detroit. No, I'm not apologizing to Detroit. Have a better team, and then I'll respect you. Okay, okay. We'll wait and see. We're gonna move down a little bit. All right. We, we were in we were in October. Now we're yeah. gonna move to a special day for the NBA. Yeah, Christmas. Here's our matchups. Pelicans at Heat. That'll be a good one. That's another one like Pelicans at Warriors. Okay, cool. I can watch that game. It's the Pelicans are the up and coming. The Heat are trying to hang on Mm -hmm. to their momentum. So we'll see where they're at. And it's in Miami. Bulls Thunder. Holy shit. If Derrick Rose is healthy and if Durant is healthy... Holy shit! This is like the finals that we, we wish wanted for a couple to see years ago. Yeah, before Derrick Rose got injured, then you have the finals rematch: Cavs Warriors, Spurs Rockets. Thank you. Now you hit me with it. Yeah, and then Clippers Lakers. Yeah. So okay, a couple thoughts right off the bat with with the uh, Chicago OKC. I'm gonna hope everybody's healthy. That's what I said. The only downside <laughs> are they healthy? The only downside is like there's no rivalry there. I'm sorry, like. Westbrook and his shit talking about being the best point guard, fine, but there's not much else going on there. You don't need a rivalry to I feel like, for that. I feel like rivalry, and we talked about this previously about rivalry in the NBA kind of being mm-hmm. lacking. I feel like the Cleveland Golden State game, great. You're doing a finals rematch. Um, it'll be fun. There's a little bit of bad blood there, uh, but not a ton. You know what, honestly? I'd want to see some Delvadova play going on. I hate Delvadova. Some dirtiness going. I hate Delvadova. I know. That's why I'm saying. Mm, mm, um, can't stand that, man. But no, San Antonio, Houston, that should be a good one because they both have really fun styles. They've got really deep rosters. So that'll be fun. I, the one that I don't get is uh, the Clippers Lakers because if you look at this on paper, it looks like a blowout. But you Clippers know they're gonna play blowing a, out the Lakers. Yeah. You mean? Yeah, but you know, uh, but you know, it won't play out that way. That's no. not like. Well, it, it depends. Is Kobe that, healthy? Like, I mean, is Kobe healthy? That's the th- reason I have to throw that out there because, of course, Kobe but, had a season last year where he wasn't. But giving the Lakers a Christmas Day game when they won twenty-one games last you know year, what I, honestly, really? you know what I think this is. Hmm. Of course, um, Kobe did not Derek Jeter it and said, "You know what? I'm going to wait to the end of the season to even think about." whether or not I'm going to retire. This is the NBA saying, you know what, Kobe? You're probably going to retire. Here's your Derek Jeter-like gift for your Mm. final season. We will give you a Christmas Day game for your final season in the NBA. However, the bigger slap in the face is the end of the season, and I know this is going to happen in Brett Favre fashion, Kobe's going to say, fuck it, I could play again. I'm coming back. Yeah. 
and he's yeah. going to come back. He's not going to retire at the end of the season unless they win the finals. Yeah, and that's not likely to happen. No, it's not, but that's what's going to happen. And I'm looking so at that, games. That's this playing game because it's like there's better teams out there to play. Mm-hmm. I, I get the there is a rivalry, I guess, between the Clippers and Lakers, same house. Um, but I just don't know if it'll be competitive. That's the only concern. See, and I'm trying to look right now. I'm looking at the schedule and I'm trying to see if there's matchups maybe the day before or the day after that we could kind of like slide into that matchup. And I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything sexier than LA versus LA. And I know that's kind of hard. I mean, unless you want to go with. Um, the day after. What? What about uh? Let's let's. Would Rappers Bucks be better for you, Dave, in Milwaukee? Honestly, the, the Bucks <laughs> aren't a sexy team, but they'll be an interesting one or to like watch. Knicks Hawks. Knicks Hawks. That uh, yeah. No, you're not selling me yet. No, and um, then all the other ones on that I'm looking at, I'm not mentioning because we already have those teams playing on Christmas. Okay. Okay. So or like Grizzlies Wizards. That's actually. That happens. See, I think that would be a competitive game. That happens the 23rd of December. I like that game, actually. But it, it's not sexy enough. You're right. L.A. draws the biggest, so LA, they're going to give it to them. Unless you're going to do maybe like a... See, and here's another thing, another game that I would have thought about, either for opening night or Christmas, Houston-Denver. Houston-Denver. Not necessarily for Christmas, know. but the Kings in Denver, because you got that George Carl... But I'd lean more towards Ty Lawson. I don't know what the Nuggets have left, man. Uh, just don't they have Fareed still? <laughs> uh, they got the Manimal. They got, they got uh, Fareed. That, that's cool and shit, but I, I don't know. No. I mean, they trade. You have that Ty Lawson maybe coming back to Denver on Christmas, kind of a thing. There's instead there's no of L A L A. There, there is no because the Clippers are going to run. I mean, we can say this now a little bit. The what Clippers about, are going to run away with L A. Right? Let's be honest here. Seventy Sixers Christmas Day. I can't believe you brought up the 70s. The 76ers to me are going to be one of the... 76ers Pistons. Sexiest <sighs> matchup of the year. I read the only game I want to watch with the 76ers in it is if they're playing the Timberwolves. Because then we get to see Okafor versus... It's the Futures Anthony game? Towns. Yeah, it's the Futures game. And we get to see Tyus Jones. We get to see if rookie uh, Ricky Rubio is going to... Because you brought up an interesting point before we hit the record button. You asked me if I think... Ricky Rubio is a Timberwolf by the end of the season. Yeah. I said yes, but you seem to think no. I think there's potential there for him to be traded. I think that they're, uh, they've are they got some young talent who's going to be moving into the position. Um, and Ricky Rubio's contract is going to be coming up soon. So it makes sense that they could get some value back for that if they're not going to be competing this year. They've got a lot, a lot, a lot. I cannot mm-hmm. emphasize that enough. A lot of young talent on this team. I don't know if they're going to be a deep playoff contender this year. They probably can get the eight seed because, hell, it's the East. But honestly, it wouldn't be devastating if they did that. Rubio, obviously known for his really great vision on the court, uh, his very high-quality passing. I mean, that he does a great job, but I'm just saying, is it worth it to keep him around when you've got this young roster coming up? He's kind of like, as weird as it sounds to say, he's the old man. Because he's not old at all. No, he's not. The only thing, and here's my kind of take of why I feel like the Timberwolves will end up keeping him. I know we're kind of making 
a story out of nothing hey, here. It's the off-season. Sometimes we'll you make stories out of anything we feel like it. But the thing I think is going to happen is Rubio's going to play well with all this young talent. Tyus Jones is going to play well in a backup role. And the Timberwolves are going to think of this. They're going to say, okay, you need a good point guard, a great point guard to win in the Western Conference, to win in the NBA as a whole. If one is good, two is better. Let's just keep them both. And if they're making a run by the trade deadline, they say, screw it, let's keep it. It, Even like in, and I'm going to say, I said this before the podcast, I'm going to say it on the podcast, if they're hashtag eight seed balling out there, and they're like, you know what, we can make the eight seed, we can make a run for it, Rubio stays. Hmm. If it's like, you know what, we're totally out of the playoffs, we're going to be a lottery pick, let's trade them. That's how it's going to go down. That's how it flies. But some other notable games this season. So we get the opening night games, like I said. More so Cavs, Bulls, Pelicans, and the Warriors. Then we have that next night, Spurs at Thunder. That's the Spurs and Thunder's first game of their season. Wow. Boom. You get LaMarcus and the greatness of the Spurs, healthy Durant. No, that... Okay, that that is a fantastic matchup. That same day, I, you also yeah. get Carl Anthony Towns one versus two against D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> one versus two. One v two. Towns and Russell. I mean, they're, they're never going to match up, match up. No, unless there's some crazy pick and roll shit. But, that's the game. But, you know, it, I honestly like that better. Kobe Bryant comes back. I'm, it's in L.A. Yeah, I'm a Lakers fanboy though. Sometimes I'm allowed. You know, no, you do, and I really hope D'Angelo Russell pays off. I, I mean, I applaud them for taking the risk. Everybody's like, you got to go with the big man; it makes sense. You always go with the big traditional in the draft, and they're like, mm, you know what? We're gonna take a shot on D'Angelo Russell. He's got superstar potential written all over him. Mm-hmm. Let's see, let's go boomer bust on this. We need to replace our aging superstar. So, what better way than to give the ball over to D'Angelo Russell? Now, I'm going to go back to that Spurs Thunder game because I'm looking at an article by Royce Young on yeah. ESPN. He said he's here are the seven storylines he has for that one game. Okay. Number one, Durant's likely first game back after playing only 27 games last season. Right. Then you have number two, LaMarcus Aldridge, Aldridge's debut with the Spurs. Yeah. You also have Billy Donovan's debut with the Thunder okay. as head coach. Yeah. Number four, Thunder's first home game in the most important season of their era in OKC since hmm. they made the move from Seattle. Number yeah. five is an early measuring stick game between the two prime Western Conference contenders. That's what I'm more curious to see is how is OKC okay. going to be a contender? That's what, right. I want to see them return to that. More than anything, I feel like they got screwed out of it because of injuries. Um, the Western Conference is getting just tougher and tougher. It's, it's so loaded. And the East is just getting... I love it. I mean, <laughs> you're just going nowhere the, the, East the East. is like a dumpster fire, but every once in a while somebody throws in like a firework or something. It's just crazy. Like, I'm looking at the playoff teams last year, and I mean, with the rules, because they didn't make a rule change about the playoffs, I feel like... Dallas would get bumped, maybe the Pelicans for the Thunder. But if they the NBA moved over to a, you know what, division winners don't mean a thing, right? then the Trailblazers, because they lose LaMarcus. Or even the Trailblazers anyways, because they're in the same division hmm. as the Thunder. Yeah, Especially no. if the Southwest is going to be as competitive as it was last year, and we had every single one of those teams 
make the playoffs. Absolutely. But the other two storylines, the last two, number five, Durant versus Kawhi Leonard. That is going to be an awesome matchup. And the last one, Russell Westbrook versus the world. Well, so, so that's the thing. Coming back, Russell Westbrook having his best friend forever, standing next to him, healthy, we all hope. Uh, where will the ball management be? Are their, we going to see triple-double Russell, Russell Westbrook? We're going to see, you know, 40, 10, and 12. That relationship's been interesting, the Westbrook-Durant, because at times I've kind of felt like they want to be Batman and Robin. Yeah, but However, they both want to be I Batman. I feel like Westbrook wants to be Westbrook wants to be Batman. Yep. And Durant's like Durant just knows I'm Batman. It's more of a and this is my comic book nerd coming out in me. Westbrook is the perfect Dick Grayson. He is. He's going to brand and this is why I feel like if Batman goes be Batman somewhere else, Westbrook's going to say fuck it, I'm not Robin. I'm going and I'm just going to be Nightwing somewhere. Uh even if I Durant love it. stays. He'll just say, screw it, I'm going to go be Nightwing and be the man. I love the analogy. Um, I don't agree wholeheartedly, though. With No, if uh, Durant stays, he stays. I feel like they're both going to stay. I mean, I kept leaning. I was like, well, but it, Washington, hometown. I'm just hometown, saying, and this is a huge if with a capital I, capital F. If one leaves, the other leaves. If leave. Durant leaves, they both leave. Yeah. Because. Yeah, it's abandoned ship then. It's, w- it's go find the best town available in uh, free agency. Unless. Unless. Billy Don- or Yeah. Billy Donovan, I thought I was going to say Donovan Young for a second, I don't know why. <laughs> Unless Billy Donovan strikes a relationship with Westbrook, and Westbrook goes, I can be with him. Um, I can do this with him. I, I can be know. his Batman. I don't know. Commissioner Gordon style. That's I, what I needs to happen. I want to see happen. how this offense runs uh, with Enos Cantor there, with Durant. I feel like that's going to stretch out the floor pretty well. Uh, I'll I, talk I, about the bigs in that game. You've got... Cantor, Abaca, yep. Lamarcus, Timmy D, Kawhi. It's the second day of the season. Kawhi and there. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I'm I'm thrilled. I love I love the start of the season because everybody should be healthy. We get to see mm-hmm. the best matchups right off the bat. The NBA gets it and they hit you hard with the opening day with that Hawks Pistons matchup. And see, th- this is another thing. Day three of the, I found it. Day three of day the three. season. Okay. We get the first DeAndre Jordan game. Okay. Mavericks at LA. There we go. To play the Clippers. There we go. Well, Cuban crying a corner. No. Cuban will come out and be like, man, he's a fucking idiot. He'll got, come out and say that. We got that. JaVale McGee and JaVale McGee's mother and then sitting you have, courtside. That same game, that same day, this is October 29th still. <laughs> yeah. Hawks at Knicks. Why, if you want the Hawks to play on the first day, everybody wants just, to see the Knicks. Why not just say, you know what, we'll do Hawks at Knicks and then Pistons at Hawks will be. The 29th. Hawks would be a great middle of the week game. That's all I'm saying. It's uh, not one you put on opening night. Everyone's curious about the Knicks because everybody wants to see Porzingis. Porzingis. They mm-hmm. want to see if Melo can function in the triangle. Yep. Everybody's going to be healthy. This mystic, I, I can't say that enough this times. I'm mystical, sorry. I'm uh, myself on that one. Bermuda Triangle known as yes. the Phil Jackson Triangle. And that's the thing. is like, we want to see if Phil's right or wrong. And, you know, the answer isn't going to happen the first night, but we mm-hmm. all want to see it. We're all curious to see, is Derek Fisher just a pawn? Yeah, probably. A little bit. Probably. October 30th, we get Warriors at Rockets. Warriors, Rockets. That'll be a fun matchup again. That's the finals rematch. Then November 2nd, Thunder at Rockets. (sighs) Clippers and Warriors get their first matchup on November 4th. Then we get another one. Thunder Wizards is going to be big on November 10th. Yeah. It's your birthday. So on your birthday, you get to see uh, Thunder Wizards. 
That that's will your be birthday fun. gift to you from the NBA. Thanks, NBA. Appreciate it. November 11th, though, day after, this would have been the better present to you. Spurs at Portland, LaMarcus's homecoming. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't think it'll be that big of a deal because, like, Portland filled in the roster with a bunch of, no offense, scrubs. But it's just for the homecoming We're going to see if factor. Rondo is, like, you know, going to punch a player you're gonna on his see own team. If, you're going to see if Lillard can just carry the team all by himself. It's, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. But uh, <laughs> no, what I want to see is uh, where, where's the Bulls game? Where, where's the hometown favorite? G- give me the best hometown favorite. For Bulls. Me. We have Bulls Thunder on Christmas. Yeah, that's that's pretty sexy. But for them, but, I'm, I'm, I got to pull up. I'm gonna pull up their actual just schedule schedule. Okay. To see what we got because I was just going down the list of ESPN article just by day. Yep. Just I mean we start the season. With Cleveland, then we go, here's an interesting thing. I know the big thing everyone's talking about is that back-to-back games. The NBA went from, I think last year, there was 578 of them. This year, there's a 7% decrease, and there's going to be 535 back-to-back games. However, the Bulls play back-to-back. We play on Tuesday to start the season, October 28th at home. Mm -hmm. Then we got to go to Brooklyn on Wednesday. Ooh. But it's Brooklyn, so... It's Brooklyn, so who cares? Exactly. Other games I'm looking at, November 5th. I mean, we see the Thunder on Christmas, but we we actually see them November 5th for the first time. Nice. So, I mean, that may be... For me, that may be... Okay, let's look at that a little bit better. That's a measuring stick. Christmas, we're in full swing. I mean, we play Golden State in late November. We play at Portland. And I'm trying to look Eastern Conference-wise... We play at New York to play the Knicks on the 19th. Wonderful. Early on, though, I mean, we get Cleveland, Brooklyn, Detroit, Orlando, Charlotte, OKC, Minnesota, Philly. Yeah. Besides Oklahoma and Cleveland, if we can win those games, teams may be, or people may be saying, are the Bulls for real under uh, Fred Hoiberg? And then, are they for real? And then Derrick Rose breaks another leg. We Boom. see we see our uh, first Spurs on uh, November thirtieth. All right, all right, that'd be a good matchup. But looking into it, I'm just <laughs> the question is, how do we end our last? Well, what's our last three? Series? Our last three games. Yeah, yeah. April 9th at home against Cleveland. Oh, there we go. Then the eleventh on the road at New Orleans. That next Wednesday, two days later, at home against the Seventy Sixers. Okay, so it's like. Playoff team, playoff team. Nice sigh of relief to end the season. I'm okay with that. Thanks, NBA. If we go before that, the seventh, we're at Miami. This is before that Cleveland game. At Miami, at Memphis, at Milwaukee. Hmm. The three before that Cleveland game to me are more important than the last three. Well, it's always interesting because we're going on the road, on the road, on the road. Yeah. I just think the it's how you finish out the season matters a lot. I mean, we've seen teams go on runs at the end of the year, and they take it in the playoffs, and they absolutely just keep wrecking. You so. know what's a weird back-to-back for us? Hmm. March 23rd, we play at home against the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Then that next day, we're in Madison Square Garden to play the Knicks. <laughs> so both teams just travel from Chicago to New York together. That'd be cool if they could share planes. Taking the same plane. I'm well, pretty sure they the, each have team planes, but like, the, the, I bull, cool. the Bulls are like, screw it. You get to go and coach Phil. We're taking first class. That'd be awkward. But I'm saying from March to March 28th all the way to the end of the season, Atlanta, Indy, eh, Indy's kind of eh, the Rockets, 
Easy Detroit, on the road for Bucks, Grizz, Heat, home Cavs, away Pelicans, easy 76ers. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's... Uh, That's going to be a rough end of the schedule, I'm, except for like the Pistons, yeah, maybe Pacers, because I mean, Pacers did some stuff. Who knows where the Pacers will be at the end of this year. I, I think Paul George will recover nicely, mm-hmm. um, but you know what? It's It's all about that supporting cast now. No, I think it'll be interesting. The uh, what you brought up earlier, though, about the uh, shift of schedule, mm-hmm. trying to avoid the uh, multiple games. Yeah, I mean, in, I think that's nice that they're doing it. But I guess the thing is, the big thing is the four games and five nights. Right. We had sixty nine games like that last year, twenty seven. So that's like almost a sixty percent decrease. Exactly. I think that's from last huge. Year. That's absolutely huge because the NBA season is so compacted down that people are like they take it for granted. Mm-hmm. But there's so many injuries. The, putting your body through that for all those minutes every single night and then you're on a plane the end well, of that night was, or the next morning. This and was you're playing the NBA again. this was the NBA saying, okay, we can either do one of two things. We can take away the four games in two nights and keep the full schedule like we have now, or we can just say, screw it. We love the four games in five nights, but we're going to do it where NBA starts on Christmas. Well, and we have that lockout shortened season. I where would you really can, like... Where you can just shorten the season, but because it's shorter, okay, we can do things like four games in five nights. Yeah. So honestly, I wish that they would start on Christmas Day. I like the shorter season, but you the, need to like cut the games. You can Yeah, but you, I feel like you got cut games. Like you, you can, can cut can't. the fat. There are definitely games where it's like, screw it, we can cut the fat. Exactly. I don't think anyone would miss some of those NBA games. I feel like leaning out the season. Like I don't making think as a, from, Bull, as a Bulls fan, I would not miss Bulls Kings at home. Yeah, there's just there's just stinkers out there, and that's fine. That mm-hmm. that's cool. You got to pad out the schedule sometimes, but let's be honest, that Christmas start is just phenomenal. Like you can't you can't come close to that. And I'm looking other just interesting things. Strength of schedule based off this new with the new back to backers, basically for rest. The top five teams: five is the Kings, four is the Magic, three is the Blazers, two is the Wizards. Bucks at number one. Yeah. So those I mean, are the five easiest schedules off off of the amount of like back to back games, home back to backers, road back to backers, that kind of a so thing. So it'll definitely help out a lot. Uh those are some younger teams though, to mm-hmm. be fair. So I mean they might not be feeling as much. If if like San Antonio got a lot of that, I mean that would be uh, a little biased maybe, but top three teams with the most mileage this season. This is a fun fact for you. Blazers at three. T-Wolves at two, Golden State number one. I mean, you go coast to coast. That makes the most sense. The The T-Wolves yeah, but is I just, mean, who knows? The Blazers only, or not the Blazers, the Warriors only make 58 trips. The T-Wolves are making 64 though. trips, though. Yeah. So how are, the how is a team in the Midwest making hey, man, that, more trips? Because who knows? Adam Silver hates them secretly. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. The reason beyond that is the, the champions make sense because you want to bring them around to everywhere. You mm-hmm. get the most uh, packed stadiums by doing that. Yeah. So that's a smart move, but I, I don't understand Timberwolves at all. Anything else you want to talk about with the schedule, with this NBA schedule? I do not. I feel like we've covered it pretty well. Last thing I want to bring up, and this is how we'll close the podcast. Big news for our division, the Eastern Conference Central Division, mm-hmm. LeBron James. This week said, hey, you know what? 
Cavs' number one priority is locking down Tristan Thompson. Are, are you surprised at all that he has not signed yet? Mm, kind of, not really, because here's the thing. The Cavs, I feel like, want to lowball him yeah. and say, this is what you're worth. He's saying, fuck you, we won a championship, pay me my money. Or pay me what well, I believe I... Well, they didn't I, win a championship. Or they went to the finals, pay me my money, mm-hmm. what I think I'm worth. Right, right. He's trying to get all his cash based off of his playoff performance, which was very impressive. No no denying that. Kind of like if we're going to pay JR off of his playoff performance. Oh my god. I just love the way JR went out. He's like, screw it. Jacking up threes. Mm-hmm. JR time. Um, but no, it's his regular season performance was not super impressive. Uh, it was average. Uh, he was definitely a contributor, but he wasn't anybody who was, you know, making when, nice plays. When the Talks between the two, uh, Thompson and the Cavs broke off. Yeah. This is what Thompson was looking for. Five-year max deal worth 94 mil. Yeah, I feel like that's reaching a whole lot for a limited player. Let's let's be mm-hmm. fair. He is a down-and-dirty defender, uh, rebounder, and he has a okay close-range shot. Um, he's... Like like a poor man's Ron Artest, uh, you know Dennis Rodman kind of style player, and you know he emulates them. He mm-hmm. he said he grew up watching them and he loved it, and he he's absolutely passionate about being like he'll go one v four under the hoop for that rebound, and he comes down with it most of the time. I just don't feel like that's worth a max contract in today's NBA. And I mean Thompson's according to the Brian Winhorst article that I'm looking at, uh, and I quote Thompson's agent Rich, Rich Paul said Thompson will not play for the Cavs after this upcoming season if the team forces him to accept the one-year qualifying offer of $6.8 million. Yeah, I feel like they can find some mid-ground between a max contract and $6.8 mil. I just don't get I why he's do you like feel, a 10 mil player. Why, I, I get that you played well in the playoffs, Yeah, but how are you worth a max deal? I just he's don't not, get that. He's not the problem, I just don't get it. Max deals is one of the biggest problems in the NBA today. Because of the salary cap restrictions, mm-hmm. because of all the cash games that go around, you get players out there who are getting max deals who really don't deserve it. Uh, it's just, I had a great season. This team's going to yeah, pay me. Because your alternative is mm-hmm. you're going to lose your star. And it's like, dude, you're not really like, let's look at max deals. Do you think yours goes to LeBron James? Do you think you're good as, you know, any of these top tier players, but you're getting paid like it? So it's like, mm, what the fuck is going on here? I'm looking at the salaries. That's why I like. As stupid as baseball is, like mm-hmm. you gotta go like with something a lot somewhere closer to the NFL or baseball. I think the NFL really has a good with their. Uh, what was well, it? Baseball um, doesn't. Uh, the biggest thing about baseball, they don't have a, a cap. cap. Right. You have football where it has a cap and it moves every year, right. and it's just I gotta stay. But within I feel like that cap. With I feel like NBA, football you is have, better because it's by position. You, have you can kind of like grade it out. Yeah, and I mean with the NBA, you have a soft cap, a hard cap. You have. Teams were. This isn't one thing. When I was little, yeah, and I would, I bought like my first NBA game, and you go through the franchise, and you're learning as a kid how to like manage players in the game, mm-hmm. and it's easy for football. I can't go over this amount, right? In baseball, I have this is my budget. I can't exceed that. Where I'd look at teams in my basketball game and go, wait a second, the cap is here, but I'm up here. How yeah. am I over it? Yep, that's what I never got as a kid. I feel Why like, am I over yeah. the cap? I, I feel like uh, paying top money to people who don't deserve it, it's a it's ridiculous, but it's part of the game as we know it today. 
So basically, something's got to change. Basically, after doing the math, yeah, tr- Thomas is looking for a Thompson. contract, or Thompson is looking for a contract equal to Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie's got a five-year, ninety-four point three million dollar contract. Yeah, no. Whereas K Love's got one hundred and thirteen mil over five, and LeBron's got he's got the forty-six over two with the right. option. But that's because he wants to skyrocket when the cap right. goes he's, up next he's season. Smart. <laughs> no, I think but he's still making twenty three. He's still making the most average salary. Right. So right. Thompson wants basically a Kyrie to be. It's it'd be just below Kyrie by like point three million, but he wants to be the fourth highest paid player on the Cavs. Shump's only making ten mil this year. I, I think ten mil is probably about same right as, for Thompson. Same is uh, Verizhao. 10 mil. The fact that Verichau, that's just a bad contract. Timothy Mozgov is under them. He's making 4.6 mil. Well, yeah, but he was still on that early early contract mm-hmm. where he uh, hadn't got a chance to prove so, himself. So Thompson's looking for an increase uh, from 4.2 to 18 point yeah, million yeah, dollars. worth that. He'll, he'll, they'll meet somewhere in the middle, like 12, I hope, for their sake. No, he's I really think worth, what's like, going to happen is since we're getting close to the season, he's going to be forced to sign that. That six that, point that uh, six point eight qualifying offer. Wow! And then he'll just say, "Screw it, I'm leaving after next season." Entirely possible. That, Unless I mean, that he signs the qualifying offer, and during the season they work something out. But, but I, mean, I feel like if, if he signs that offer, yeah. it's fucking. I'm done. Yeah. If you were going to get a contract based off your playoff performance, like Delvadova would have got a max contract after shutting down Steph Curry in Game One. Like they would have just made it rain for him. That's mm-hmm. it. You walk out. Like Della Vadova has a one year contract. <laughs> exactly, worth like nothing. One point one. Yeah, he, he's, or one point like two. If we wanted to round up, he's gritty. Yeah, that that's what he brings, and he has a one year deal. And he doesn't deserve more. Deal. He knows his place. No, that's I fine. know. And he played great in the playoffs. I mean, this is just. I don't know why he wants that much. I don't get it. Jr. had the best. It's like you know, screw it. If you're not going to give me the money, I'm gone. But I know that I only want to get paid off of my. Playoff experience. Is there anything that you want to talk about before we wrap this up and send I it home? I feel like we're good here. I, I think we've uh, succeeded in filling some more of that NBA offseason. Mm-hmm. Gave you guys our thoughts on the regular season and the schedule soon. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. Uh, oh, one quick question. We don't have to go far into this. This Bring is it. just a just random thing I saw. Thoughts on the Globetrotters dropping uh, the rivals and the Generals. As what? their opponent, yeah. What? You can't do that. Yep. The Globetrotters are dropping the Generals as their main rival. How, how is that a thing? Who, who do they play know. now? I don't know. I have I so just... many questions. <laughs> Your childhood is just, like, who at risk now? Yeah. What What is going on? Yeah. They're uh, dropping the Generals as their main rival for I the upcoming season. I hope they're just going to, like, take a new name and same people. <laughs> the same people, but a new name? Yeah, screw it. Give, give them a different team name. Just thought uh, I'd throw that out there for you, Dave. But that's going to do it Thanks for Thanks for ending on a down note. Yeah, oh, I had to. Well, I, we're going to... I couldn't say... Please, like, Internet, well, answer my questions. What is going on with this? Well, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know when Dave's going to show up. But the next podcast <laughs> we will do that you can expect from the fast break will be our divisional previews here as... Yeah, I see your finger, Dave. It's okay. Show up and I won't say it. Yeah. But we'll get into our divisional previews. Get ready for... The NBA season, late September, early October, we'll probably have MVP talk. That's when everything will start 
hopefully getting heated up in the culture and more and more. If you like the podcast, go ahead, hit that like button. If you loved it, hit the subscribe button. I'm on Twitter at Ricky Widmer. Dave's not on Twitter, but most valuable podcast is at most valuable pod. Make sure you comment in the comment section down below. Click the link in the description for to reserve your MVP t-shirt to help out the YouTube channel and the podcast. Thank you guys for listening this evening, day, night, whatever it is by you. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.